I've always been a runner. It's a way that I deal with the crazy anxiety I have. And for the most part, for some reason, I usually enjoy going out on a long run. But I have a confession for you. I have this really weird habit over the past couple of years. It's been kind of creeping in where I feel like even during my running time, I need to somehow still be productive. And I know this sounds so crazy. This is the type A coming out in me. I feel like that during this run, I need to be listening to a podcast and learning a new skill set, or I should be on Clubhouse networking with people. But I'm going to be honest with you because we're tight. I've been secretly indulging in something while I run that doesn't seem to be very productive, or so I thought. I've been listening, binging through obsessively the Office Ladies podcast. This entire podcast is about my favorite show, The Office. And in the show, they break down all these micro facts down to the details of the receptionist Pam's plant on her office desk and how it's moved throughout the show. And I freaking love it. I laugh and laugh and laugh. And I look like a completely crazy person running down the road, laughing and tripping over this stinking show. But sometimes I felt guilty about it. Is this really worth my time? Shouldn't I be doing something more productive and taking advantage of every moment? But the other day, I heard something on The Office Ladies. One of the amazing people behind the show, BJ Novak, apparently has a ritual, a practice of putting himself in a good mood before he goes to work. Why? Well, in today's episode, you and I are going to explore how manipulating your mood can actually make you more creative in your brain a little happier. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I just can't wait to explore with you. You want a good time? Talk about the office, creative process, and doing things for absolutely no reason. This makes my brain so happy because if you're like me, you just get into like this, I have to be productive 100% of the time, all the time. And then when you find out that some of the geniuses, the people who you really admire, who've created amazing things, actually make space and intentionally pursue being happy and having fun for no other reason than to have fun, that gives me a good reason. How about you? Today, we're going to dig into BJ Novak's personal routine and why research says that putting yourself in a good mood could actually help you with your creative and problem-solving skills. But before we get started, if you have not done so yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to podcasts. If you are interested at all about creativity, happiness, the potential of our stinking noggins, I need to put that on a t-shirt, stinking noggin potential. 
if that's your jam, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you have been enjoying this show thus far, make sure you leave us an honest review. Let's go ahead and dig into this. So BJ Novak, if you have not watched The Office, I'm not even going to start with you. I will start crying and begging you to watch the show. I've had a few people say, you know, it's not really my thing. And I just, I just stare at them blankly and pray for them because it just hurts my soul so much. But if you are like me and just absolutely obsessed with The Office, BJ Novak was an actor on the show. He played Ryan the Temp. He's also uh, was a writer and director and produced just a brilliant creative. And when I heard, you know, on this podcast that BJ Novak puts, and they said it passively, they're like, oh yeah. And, you know, BJ, he puts himself in a good mood before he writes. I was like, what, 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 back it up, back it up. Why? Why? Because you think like a profession, a goal or whatever, we need to be disciplined for it. We just need to hell or high water, sit through and plunge through and all that. And I think you know, there's definitely something to be said for that. But I thought it was interesting that such a productive person, somebody who's putting out a lot of work, takes time to put himself in a good mood before he makes stuff. So I dug into it a little bit. And yeah, there's a lot of blogs and podcasts that talked about BJ's viewpoint, rituals around happiness and putting himself in a good mood before he puts pen to paper. Thrive Global, which is linked in the show notes, says that he spends his AM hours just trying to get into a good mood. He was also interviewed for Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss, where BJ said, quote, when you get started each day seems to matter less than learning how to get started consistently. He also said, quote, I find that being in a good mood for creative work is worth the hours it takes to get in a good mood. Y'all listen, listen, check it out, check it out. You, be, you could be like this. Well, it must be nice to have just hours and hours <laughs> to get in a creative mood. <laughs> I get that, okay? This man outside of the office has put out a ton of creative work. Again, not only as an actor, but also as a writer. He's written books children's books. My daughter has one of them. But he says it's worth the hours it takes to put himself in a good mood before he puts pen to paper. Now, what is his ritual? What is his routine? From what I gathered from listening to several interviews and doing some research, for the most part, it does involve coffee. Praise the Lord. I feel the presence of goodness and life in this place. But I do disagree with him on this. Apparently, he goes to Starbucks to get coffee, like drives to Starbucks, drives back in order to get coffee. And I get it because he said uh, somewhere I heard that it was a predictable coffee, right? It tastes the same every single time. But for me, the predictability of the way the coffee tastes is way less important than the predictability of having it immediately. Anyone in the back. But he goes and gets his cup of coffee. He spends time listening to music reading books, going outside, getting on a walk before he actually begins his day. And I do, like, I honestly think that takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of grit because if you think about it, allowing space to get yourself energetically where you need to be to create your best work. Dude, I don't know, my type A brain, that's hard pill to accept. But get this, this is crazy. So this could be just, you know, BJ Novak's weird little ritual that we could all wish we could have. But there's actually 
research where they have studied a good mood's effect on creativity and problem-solving skills. There's one particularly that I found on WebMD, again, linked in the show notes, where they referenced a study back in 2010 that was published in an issue of Psychological Science. Side note, I just have to say this. I, I, I know, I'm ADD, y'all. This is one of the first positive, fun articles that I've ever read on WebMD because I have like a natural reflex of like something's wrong. When I see WebMD, like something's in pain, something's broken, something's oozing out of something that shouldn't be oozing. WebMD is a dark place, y'all. But this brought some light to me, okay? So if you read this article, don't get distracted and click on other ones because you don't know what you're going to find, okay? You don't know what that symptom that you're going to read about is going to make you think you have. So stay focused on this one place and you'll be okay. But they referenced this research that was conducted with graduate students where I'll simplify it here. This is Heather's version of it. They pretty much, quote, manipulated the moods, which I love that term. That's so fun. I have so many jokes there. They manipulated the moods of these graduate students to be either happy or in a bad mood or a neutral mood. And then they gave them a learning task to perform, quote, such as classifying sets of pictures with visually complex patterns. And you know what they found. Those who were put in the good mood group did better. And the other ones, side note, can you imagine being Jack who was put in the bad mood group? And I'm like, all right, Jack, you're done. Here's your 20 bucks. Enjoy the rest of your day. And he's like all ticked off and grumpy. Sorry, Jack. But this one reference study, there's many, many, many more where putting yourself in a good mood actually helps you perform better. And just a little side note, they put these graduate students in a good mood by playing certain music and funny videos and giggling baby videos which I have a problem with, giggling baby videos would not put me in a good mood. I know that sounds terrible because everyone loves babies, but giggling babies, I'm a mom. And when a baby's giggling, that doesn't necessarily mean that something good just happened. They literally could have took a dump on your floor and they thought it was funny. So you've got to check on that giggling baby of why they're laughing. Okay, so that would put me in the neutral group where I'm not in a good mood or a bad mood. I'm worried, okay? Moving on, I just wanted to share this with you. I thought it was super encouraging because sometimes we think all this fun stuff we don't have time for, it's frivolous, whatever it may be, but actually being intentional with creating space of manipulating your mood, that sounds so negative, we got to find a better term, putting yourself in a good mood is going to set you up to be in a place to make you more productive at work, more creative, and heck, let's just say enjoy your stinking life more. Anybody in the back? Again, everything I reference is in the show notes. Shout out to the Office Ladies podcast. It has been huge for me this past year. It was such a crazy year to just bring some joy into my life. Find that joy for yourself, my friend. And as always, keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.